This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Welcome to the Basement Booker's Podcast. This wrestling podcast is for us, for you, who are like us, maybe. I don't know. Why are you even here? It's me, Basement Chair, and this here, right here, this guy. Look at this guy right here. Look at him in your mind. If you just imagine, just picture in your mind. Like a, a, a perfect friend. Picture in your mind your perfect friend. And there he is. He's Rich Deriz. Rich Deriz, say hello to the people. Hello, people. He says, you know, he's he's also that friend that just, you know, makes you look stupid when uh, you try to help him out. And he just just reveals himself. Um, Listen. What? What did I do? I, I talked you up. I, I talked up a good name, and that's all you got for them. I, I talked you up said, a great game. You told game. me to say hello to the people, so I said hello to the people. I said hello, people. What? That, that's not enough energy. <laughs> that's 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 lame. Hello, dude. people. Yeah, I need um, I need Madcap Rich Deriz. Um, let's <laughs> to tie it in for everybody. I there. feel like, I feel like, they're like they're. At the bottom of the barrel of names again, and they sent the creative team away into a cave to make up a whole bunch of new, not crappy names, but in the meantime, we have Madcap Moss. So what you're saying is that the creative mind behind Keith Bearcat Lee may in fact be responsible for Madcap Moss. Yes. I think now, it's Vince. Not for nothing, hearing Madcap Moss, that is not quite, that, that, that's worse than Bearcat. It is, and I, I think. think this is Vince. It, it's 100% Vince. I think this is Vince, and I think Corbin. I'm not sure, like, who brought it up, like, but it's, it has to be some kind of collaboration. Yeah, I, I, feel, I feel like Corbin and Moss are probably buddies from their time in NXT together. <laughs> Maybe or Vince. See, I think Vince likes Riddick Moss. He likes. He's got. He, there's a reason he's still there. Like mm-hmm. he likes his body, pretty much, and he th- he sees something there. Because I think if Vince didn't see anything, he wouldn't be here. Like yeah, remember, I th- I they tried to bring. Like mm-hmm. I was gonna say. I, I just think he needs like a character to sink his teeth into that will be that can like resonate with the fans. Madcap? That's the point. That's the point I'm trying to make. Remember, I like Raw, Raw Underground, they tried them yeah. there. They tried, like he beat. I think he beat Dolph Ziggler. He did. So and like, that was good for that was good on Raw. Like every like a lot about Raw Underground worked for and, what it was. And look, look at this. My case in point: what two guys survived Raw Underground and are like thriving now? Corbin, mm. if you like him or not, is like he's on TV all the time. So now this guy's going to be on TV all the time, mm. just like Omas, who's also you first really see him as Raw Underground. Yeah, true. So and notice what survived Raw Underground? These two guys. So it's obvious Vince sees something. So they're not going anywhere anytime soon. And to a lesser extent, Commander Aziz. Sure. 
That's right. See, I I put him at three. Because I was mm-hmm. going for just two because we didn't even get to the, the news stuff and you're already we're already talking about SmackDown because it was like right in front of us. Yes. So, uh, by the way, is it drafty in here? No, I'll, I should have saved that for, for later. We'll get to that. Hold we'll on a second. Hold on a second. I just want to <laughs> state for the record that the person out there that decided to rob the Basement Booker's podcast of an episode of speculating on draft picks, shame on you. You sprung this on us. Because I think they announced it at Extreme Rules. Because we didn't do an I, episode. Mm. We didn't do a predictions on, on drafts. We didn't. Well, well, because we had Extreme Rules last week. That's last what I'm week saying. was already a big episode. Yeah, but still, the drafting is kind of a big thing, even though it's not mm. a thing. Right. But that that just would have been a lot of recording because we had we had the predictions episode and then we had the extreme rules companion, the official base and Booker is extreme rules companion that everybody way. no doubt listened to already and, re- and thoroughly right. enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like like we don't want to overwhelm our listeners with so much content because there's a lot of content to absorb. Look, I just think uh, the basement Booker's podcast is your friend, and uh, sometimes you feel like you're alone. And then you're not alone because you got the basement bookers. So more basement bookers is better than less basement bookers. That's just me, though. I mean, I mm-hmm. guess maybe you think different. I mean, you know, that's okay. I, I, I don't want people to feel like they're missing out if they might not have time to add another podcast or another episode or another bit of content from any particular provider. That's the beauty of this podcast is that you can listen to it whenever you want to. It's true. It's not like... <laughs> There's going to be a conversation at the Waller Cooler. You don't want to hear Basement Booker's podcast spoilers. Although that is the utopia I wish to live in, it's mm. just not that. Yeah, what it's not it? like the latest episode of Game of Thrones or something. And like, it's what, Monday. What, what, did, what did Jerry think of the rope snap? <laughs> oh, I can't believe it. Well, you'll, yeah. We'll figure that. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that. I mean, that More to come. That the Spoiler the, alert, it didn't bother me. In the meantime, we do have the news of the week. This will be pretty brief. Uh, Seamus announced on Twitter uh, that he underwent a second surgery to fix his broken nose this past Thursday. He didn't specify whether or not it was broken again or if the second surgery was already scheduled after the first surgery. So I'd be curious to know that. So give me some more info, Seamus, on Twitter. No, no, guys. It's serious this time. This one's the real one. Yeah, right. It's really happening. This, this is- <laughs> This is a real surgery. This is a shoot, brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, continuing with injuries and such. Actually, is there something out of order here? No, there's not. All right. You're out of uh, order. PW- I am out of order. PWInsider.com reported on Thursday that Alexa Bliss is out of action at the moment for sinus surgery. It might be out for a few months. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na. Hey. Get well, see you later, wish you well now, Alexa, bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you for that original. You're welcome, it's, I did it for the people. You did. My people, your people, our, our people. people. That's right. Uh, Nikki Bella has been announced as a judge for the new upcoming show, America's Got Talent, Extreme. 
Oh, I hope she hit Simon Cowell over the head with a steel chair. Hmm. I don't know. I'm probably not going to watch. I don't watch any of the America's Got Talent shows. I'll see clips online and I'm like, oh, that's cool. And I just never watch a show. I just watch what's online. I wonder if... Like the best of. Hmm. Or worst of. It's probably worst of, I guess. So you could do like a YouTube hole, you know, and just yeah, find the fails. A lot of rabbit holes to go down. Yeah. Um. I wonder if she got this done through like her husband... Because, like, she's married to this, he he used to be on Dancing with the Stars, her mm-hmm. husband, and I think that's where she cheated on John Cena, by the way. Um, and, allegedly. Uh, I, allegedly, we can't prove it, uh, and but it's none of my business, you know, how she's got to live that life, and whatever makes you happy. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that maybe, I just didn't expect her to be on TV doing anything but, like, E stuff, which I think they stopped that. Think so. Kind of be hard to do that I haven't now. seen any Total Divas or Total Bellas ads in a while. Hard to do that now. I can't use Daniel Bryan, you know. He's he's died. This Bryan True. Danielson person is around. You know, I remember Daniel Bryan talking about Bryan Danielson in his, uh, like, one of his first WWE promos. Yeah, it's weird. It's gotta, that's got to be the same guy. I don't know if you should say stuff like that without actual proof. Allegedly. You know. <laughs> Uh, what actually did happen is AEW announced creation of the John Huber Legacy Foundation, which, quote, will focus on providing support to people in creative fields who have not taken the next step in their career because of family obligations, end quote. In honor of John Huber himself nearly doing the same before getting the call from WWE. Ah, it's for the dreamers. Mm-hmm. Beautiful people with big dreams to make the world a better place by putting their creative touch on the fabric to to be honest i i know quite a few creative people that work out that work in fields that are completely outside of their creative realm and i imagine if they had uh the support of something like this that you know they could actually take time away from their day-to-day job and maybe follow a new career path yeah i know some folks that worked in fields and they have creative dreams too hmm you know, actual fields. I believe it. Fields of dreams. Right. Speaking of dreams, Tony Storm recently revealed on Instagram that she is now engaged to Juice Robinson, which I didn't know they were an item, but congrats to them. She's got terrible taste. That is uh, an objective opinion. If, uh, I mean, as a straight man, I, 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 I I don't know. Like, As a known hater, I, can... um, I would like to say I don't need logical explanations for this. It's just in my nature. Okay. <laughs> um, as someone who absolutely adores Tony Storm, I would probably agree. I would certainly agree, in fact. Uh, in general, um, like I've, I've been known to acknowledge if, if I uh, think a dude would be considered attractive. I, I guess um, was it was C.J. Parker, Juice Robinson... Uh, I wouldn't have put him in that category, but obviously she does. So, congrats to them. Yeah. And last bit of news for now. Uh, Ronda Rousey announced the birth of her first daughter. Um, on Twitter, I'm gonna try and say this name. Lakea Makalapuau Kalanipo Brown. 
you just this is child abuse. You just want that kid to get into fighting. You're not even giving her a chance. Listen, She's definitely going to have to know how to defend herself with a stupid name like that. God, uh, it's so much to say. It's Hawaiian. Oh, my bad. Which one of them is Hawaiian? Travis is part Hawaiian. Whatever, his, man. His, it's his, a stupid uh, name. <laughs> I, found, I found out, thanks to Wikipedia, his dad was part native Hawaiian, and Travis's middle name is Kualialoha. Yeah, okay, whatever. Um, by the way, if if I'm ki- if I'm beaten to death, you better look and you better check Travis Brown. Check Travis Brown, check Ronda Rousey. One of those two was someone who knows them is the one that killed me. 100%. If anything, well, well, I I mean, I I don't want to They whatever, did it. They beat me to death and it really didn't take a lot of effort either. Yeah, and I think they'd have to find prints to figure out which it was cuz Ronda's pretty fast, she could catch you. I think Travis is probably also pretty fast i'm not gonna run i don't want to die tired <laughs> i want to die tired oh that's great um that's it for the news for now uh as mentioned earlier we do have draft news and we also have the extreme rules results which i feel like we should get to first okay so uh duh, 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 duh. So the match that decided the fate of the basement championship, the coveted basement championship, was on the pre-show. It was obviously the first match. It was the first match you and I talked about, and it's the match that you baited me on. Well, you know, I'm a bit of a cerebral assassin myself. And I I hope you feel good about yourself. I think... Baiting me. Into a I think feel I feel better about the fact that I didn't even show up to the match, like I half-assed my way to victory. You did. You didn't even. I watch even. It. I didn't even have to. You know. And then, and I just want to take the time uh, to let all the uh, people know why you lost, and that's because once again you failed to acknowledge the tribal chief. <laughs> and I would like to take that opportunity <laughs> to acknowledge our tribal chief. Who also is still the champion. <laughs> I got you. Know you know what? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe that is it. Uh, I've, I have been distracted lately. Uh, I apologize to the head of the table. My tribal chief, Roman Reigns, for not acknowledging you sooner as the head of every table. Particularly the Basin Booker's table. In addition to... The WWE and the SmackDown table. Yeah, um, yeah, dude. Thanks be to Roman for allowing us this time and this. Place. I want. I, I. I'm glad you you said all that stuff because before I also say that you're probably also terrified after you what you saw him say to Paul Heyman on Friday, and don't want that Leave to be him for dead. Yeah, you don't want that to be you. Like he at least knows Paul Heyman. Like think about someone like us. Okay, Oof. that's a wrap. They'll never find our bodies because we'll be dog food. It's it's like he wouldn't even think about us anymore. It I don't it, not even a second thought. It's like you know you you ever just like you're walking and you like there's a bottle cap on the ground and you just kick it. Do you, you ever yep. think about that bottle cap? No. Nope. No, that's what would happen. Unless it went really far. Yeah, you know, I, people are, you know, a lot of times people try to dunk on wrestling and say, oh, there's nothing good about WWE. And there's people out there that are losing hope. And they think AEW mm-hmm. 
you know, is just going to eat everything. And I want to say before I go into this, and it's going to be brief because we've, we've had this conversation a million times. I just want to say it's okay to like both things, and I like both things. And I don't care mm-hmm. if you like one thing, and I don't care if you don't like another thing. I don't care if you don't like either thing. Because that doesn't change mm-hmm. how I feel about a thing. Right. But the fact, and you know, I'm just, look, I know recently I've, I've become a bit of a, 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 a man of faith. And more so a man of faith since, you know, I was in crisis with wrestling. I was like, I need a sign. We need something. And mm-hmm. then a voice came. And, and it said to me, it said, my son, he's been there all along. You've seen it the whole time. It was you who were faithful. And now you are being rewarded. I gave the wrestling world Roman Reigns. I gift the, that's what God said to me. And I'm like, holy shit. And he said language. And I'm like, I got it. And it was just, <laughs> it was an epiphany. You know, bef- you know, uh, you know, a, lot, a long conversation. And I faith, faith restored. Like, and I thought about it. And it's like, look at what the focus on is on SmackDown. It's Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. And it's everything else. Which is why they open with Roman Reigns. Because mm-hmm. then it's like, Roman's here. He's he's in an active role on today's episode. What, I'm going to watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need... That's why I, I'm trying to get... To, I'm trying... I think maybe I understand Vince. And by the way, any there's probably people like a lot smarter than me that are spitting out water that I said that. But hear me out. <laughs> he see... Like, I know we all get upset. Like, your guy, your your favorite workhorse mid-carter is not getting enough TV time. But it's, you need the big set piece that gets people hooked in. Mm-hmm. And just look no further than the evidence. You don't even have to go so far back. Just fire up your DVR and watch SmackDown from Friday. Mm-hmm. That was a face reaction. Like, there were loud-ass cheers for Roman Reigns. Like, you know mm-hmm. how, like, it's always been 50-50 with him? But it's, mm-hmm. like, more positive than negative this time. Right. It's like it's like the smarks are taking over a little bit. Kind of kind of the opposite of the reaction to Cena, where you'd get a lot of people booing Cena, and in some cases, many fewer of them cheering. It's a lot of women. It's a lot of women. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of women. I bet mm-hmm. more women, <laughs> if anything. They're the loudest. Um, but yeah, so like we have him. He's here. Don't don't lose hope, guys. Me, I got my two for SmackDown. I got Roman and Becky. Before Roman mm-hmm. came, before Becky came back, I, all I had was a Tribal Chief. Really, like I, I like mm-hmm. you know. I, listen, I think that you like what you like, and there's but so much time in the day to really care about everything on a TV show. Like people keep. I know that's the be- that's the beauty about wrestling. Sometimes you can't separate the TV show from like the people, but that's mm-hmm. what it is. It's a TV show. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not, I wasn't sitting at home upset because I might have hurt Jon Snow's feelings from Game of Thrones. Like he's a character. Mm-hmm. Like these are characters. So. The fact that I'll tune into SmackDown to see what Roman's doing, what Becky's doing. If if neither one of them there, it's like I I, get, I guess I could pick up this on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Like if, if I'm honest, and 
and it and it changes. It does change, right? Because it depends mm-hmm. on who's doing the more fun thing. Right. You know, for Raw, like I, you know, the main event picture, anything Bobby Lashley was doing, and then Big E came. It's like, all right, this is this is where I'm at right now. I'm following the main mm-hmm. event. Right. And maybe kind of the tag team championship because I just want Randy to kill Matt Riddle. But, <laughs> you know, it's for his own good. It's time for, it. you know, eventually the look, Riddle's over. I like Riddle, but it, that's mm-hmm. going to be fun. That's going to be really fun. And it's, it'll be interesting to see where they go with it. Like, you know, of course, there's Wait the obvious. The Viper to strike. But I think it might be the bro that strikes. Because he says he's learning from Randy. So you got to th- th- think about that. So that's another thing I'm interested in. That would be interesting. I I really went for it, didn't I? You did. Um, I mean, I, I got to agree kind of on all counts. You know, the um, I, I definitely agree that Roman is by far the most interesting thing going on SmackDown. Um. Oh, the whole the whole bloodline dynamic, all of it, because you know you got Roman, and you can't ignore the Usos because they're involved with him. So anything they do ties to him because you never know when he can get involved in their stuff. So now you're talking about the Universal Championship and the Tag Championships, and everything surrounding that. Plus, you know the Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman, Kayla Braxton dynamic, which is all good. Um, Roman potentially being on Raw just, you know, because of the draft, him being there, will make Raw more interesting for me. Lashley on Raw was dominant. Big E is, has, and has always been amazingly entertaining. Um, yeah, the main event storylines, especially right now, are definitely the main event storylines for a reason. They're not just the ones that are, the storylines that are pushed down our throats. They're the most interesting. There's not a lot of other interesting things going on. Uh, the Happy Corbin Madcap uh, Rit, Madcap Moss thing. It, it's new, so they're like push it, push it. I'm like, yeah, all right, let's see where it's going. Yeah, I put that in the other category, you know? Like, it'll be on in the background, which is, I think that's why Corbin gets a lot of talk segments. Because people just have it on the background? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Corbin, all right, super card. <laughs> exactly, and it always, almost always leads into some kind of match. It's like, watch the yeah. match if you want to watch the match. Maybe he's fighting somebody you like, like a Kevin Owens. Yeah, and you know a Corbin match is never really going to be a clinic. It's like, all right, what's 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 being set up here? If you're looking for that, then you're in the wrong place. You you know, you're looking for a hamburger at a supermarket with only vegetables. You know. Yeah, and I feel like that, and really, this entire conversation goes to show that um, WWE obviously is the more sports entertainment aspect because the in-ring product is less to focus than all the storylines going on whereas just to contrast in AEW they're kind of equally important uh they seem to um 
in AEW, they, they seem to have a focus on wanting to put on a good in-ring product. Yeah. And I, and I really think the first brand um, to have a t-shirt that says, Are You Not Sports Entertained? Uh, will win the war. And it's not happening yet. Mm. I wonder why. That is interesting. It is. I think it'd be great. You would think, if anything, Champa would be a good candidate for that shirt because he, you know, when he's doing his heel thing, he does. He's the greatest sports entertainer. Right. Yeah, it's very so, interesting. He never said that. I wonder mm-hmm. if he thought like it would be like he could get it to sound where it's not like mocking, and he doesn't want Vince to get on him or something. Because that's a sports entertainment is that's a Vince thing. Yeah, that is that the is Vince thing. The ultimate Vince. No, no, it's not sports. It's sports entertainment. Come on, come on, yeah. guys. <laughs> it's not. It's not wrestling. No, it's wrestling. He doesn't like wrestling. That's right. So the pay per view. Uh what order were the matches in? Uh, Liv beat Carmella. Uh, New Day over. Uh, Lashley, AJ, and Omos. I forgot about that match. Um, so I was wondering why the WWE Championship sort of wasn't involved. And I guess that was it, because they were setting up for that six-man tag. Yeah. And they, they decided to do the rematch with Lashley, I guess, on Raw in the cage match. Yeah. And your boys are back. The Hurt Business? Oh, yeah. Uh, Shelton Cedric. Yeah. The Hurt Business. Seemingly back together. No explanation. Hopefully we shirts. get one on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> like, like just, just be like, oh, MVP called them, gave him a call while he was uh, rehabbing. Be like, listen, do me solid. Come on. Come on, man. Let's bring it back. Why are we being like this? Let's roll it back. Why are we being like this? Come on, man. Yeah. It's like, where? what have you guys done since... The breakup. It's like, I don't know, man. Nothing, yeah. huh? <laughs> Nothing, huh? Oh, 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 yeah, Cedric, you've been on 205 Live? Cool, cool, cool. Who saw that? Not me? Not even Rich Riz watched 205 Live. Can't. He used to. 205 asterisk live. Oh, that's Can't. right. That's like an oxymoron, right? It's oxymoron. <laughs> It's like it's like two oh five, give or take. Every now and then, there's a super heavyweight, so it's more like four ten. Yeah, it's not so much live. I mean, it's live for someone. Yeah. Maybe at the time. Right. It's it's, it's too contradictory. Which was the style it's, at the time. Right. I feel like two oh five live is just the alternate main event. You know how, uh, like, velocity Raw had and heat, heat yeah. had velocity, yeah. 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 Or it's Rampage like, yeah, to some got... people. Yeah. Listen. Give it, maybe give it time. We'll see. It's telling it like it is. The fact that, the fact that it's taped, and you can see spoilers, it's not the same level. Maybe not a B-show. You don't have to look at spoilers. And I'm not the Maybe one who like ever called it. I'm not the one who ever called it a B show. I'm just saying it's recorded on the same day as like the big show. Right. Maybe maybe it's like an A minus show. 
compared to the A show of Dynamite? I don't know. Didn't uh, Brian Danielson tap Kenny Omega? He did. Just like Roman where it didn't matter? So yeah, he could say he's the only guy that could say he made the top two of the PWI, um, was it 100, uh, tap. Who is the other number? Who is the number two? Roman and Kenny. Kent Roman is number two. Uh, right. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Wow. You know it'd be a big deal if. By the way, I I think for the top two, I think it it's fair depending on who you are. I think. Like I think they're interchangeable. I think if anything, it's one A and one B. Whereas to me, I think Roman's the the best. I don't agree. You know. And for me, it's not even close. But for other people, it's different, and that's okay. Yeah, I don't know. Kenny Omega is fun to watch. Um, as far as believability, no. It's it's just. Wrong. I think I figured out what my issue with Kenny Omega is. What do you think? I don't. I don't dislike him. I'm not. I'm just saying, like. If you look at the two, right, and maybe I'm alone in this, and I hope I'm not alone in this, and all right, just work with me here. Mm -hmm. With Roman Reigns, I know he's good because of what I've seen and what I've experienced, and I've always been on board throughout Mm -hmm. the whole time. It's documented in this podcast. Mm -hmm. But with Kenny, it's that, I'm being told that he's the best. You know, like, it's being just said to me. Like, it's... it's, the it's be, Yeah, the narrative. And you know how much I hate narratives. Yep. Like, and, okay, and you can make the argument. It's like, oh, this is a narrative uh, that Vince was, you know, doing with Roman is a narrative, too. And it's like, oh, really? Mm. Oh, really? Weren't you shitting on him? What are you talking about? And it's like, it, it just feels like it's just being shoved down my throat. Like, it's anything that CNN says. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it feels like, <laughs> look, mm-hmm. we tell you he's the best, therefore he's the best. And if you disagree, you're an idiot. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I don't I don't believe you. I don't think he's mm-hmm. as good as people say he is. That's all. And I think he's good. Yeah, I think Kenny's good. I, I think, think he's a decent promo now. I like him as a heel. I, you know, I, I just don't think he's the best. Yeah, to like to That's me. That's okay. As far as his, for me, as far as Kenny's mic work, I feel like a lot of the time he it comes across as this is my line and this is how I'm delivering it, as opposed to. Just someone talking. You know, like, you know the difference. You know what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it, you like you could tell it's an act. You could tell it's scripted. It doesn't feel natural. The way he delivers it is not the way someone would naturally say something they're saying. He's like an actor. Right. He's, like, he's almost... A, He's almost a character. Like, the Kenny Omega character is almost a caricature. He's like the Miz, but if Miz wrestled slightly better. Right. Now, as far as his in-ring work, sort of to go along with the his mic work, it's his in-ring work is a little bit too much of the Japanese style for my taste. 
Like if you ever watch the you know the Japanese style, it's you know the there's strong style and there's the fighting the whole fighting spirit concept. Yeah. And there's a lot of that. And also to the point of a lot of people that you know hate on the young bucks and such. If you're kicking someone in the head or in the face that many times, maybe kick harder. Yeah, maybe tighten up that V, those triggers that you got. <laughs> yeah. Like, the V trigger looks absolutely vicious. Why do so many people kick out of it? Yeah, that's that's where I, I take issue with it. Like, you guys, yeah, how do you it, guys kick? Like, right? honestly, how many, like, yeah, that just doesn't, it does kind of, like, water down the Kool-Aid. Yeah, it comes down to make it make sense. Like, Corbin... Protecting the end of days. Yes, exactly. Was, I read an interview with him recently where um, the interviewer asked him if he had to choose between either having no one ever kick out of the end of days or never winning a world title, which he'd prefer. Which is kind of an interesting question because like the second part of that kind of harkens back to someone like the Million Dollar Man. Classic heel absolute legend never held the world title right but undeniable in his greatness Hmm. so and he was a little torn but corbin said that he'd rather not have anyone kick out of the end of days because that's something that's like a legacy that's something that will be talked about for a really long time until he uh you know does the right thing and puts over a young talent like when he's in retirement almost. Right. So like if anyone ever does kick out of the end of days, he was saying that like it, it would just be a major milestone. And that would be something that's talked about. That's something that that person, whoever that is, would be able to – would be talked about forever. Like Brock beating Taker at Mania. I got it. It's just perfect. It would be mm-hmm. – it would be the per- – like eventually one day Corbin will be – a WWE champion. And when he drops the belt, some it's going to be to someone that kicks out of it. So right now he's build it's building up so much mm-hmm. that when it eventually does happen, everyone's like, yeah, whatever, this shit's over. And then kick out at 2.999.9 and everybody just loses their shit. Mm-hmm. And the match the, the everything just picks up again, you know? Yeah, but 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 that's the thing, and I don't want to get too far off track. But I feel I feel like that should be talked about more on WWE TV. The fact that no one's ever kicked out of the end of days, like they're obviously not building anything specific at the moment. Maybe mention it every now and then. You know, one hundred percent. Like he hit he hit two on Kevin Owens this week. One on the outside, and then one again in the ring. Devastating. It you know it's it's a it's a hot feud right now with those two they just don't they're really good at playing not liking each other which leads me to believe they might be friends <laughs> probably um but to get to get back to Kenny Omega the the one winged angel is protected the V trigger is not and I think should be a knee to the head is a serious thing the knee is like I think the hardest joint and on the human body. It's like the second, probably the second or third hardest thing on your body that you could hit someone with. I believe you. And to like, 
knee someone in the in the cheekbone in the face like that. Like they like everyone should be should be wearing that Brandon Cutler mask when they're done. <laughs> yeah, the whole a whole roster of uh, Cutler masks. Yeah, all Cutler wrestling. <laughs> yeah, everyone comes out with the spray cans. Anyway, so. The it, basically it's it's the way that the Kenny Omega matches are structured, and I don't know who's making the call there. I mean, I I gotta think it's Kenny. It's like, listen, let me get my stuff in. But it, it makes you know having like seven V triggers, you know, it, it makes it look weak. Yeah, it's it's less believable than literally anything Roman Reigns does. And it's like, okay, you have all these moves, but these moves are the only ones you do. Yeah, you know, at least with mm-hmm. Roman, it's like, yeah, you're saying he's got this. Like, by the way, his move set is awesome. If you're you're dunking on Roman Reigns, like you don't know what it's like to like you know find a character in a video game whose controls you like. Okay, right? It's, it's, it's like the most perfect moves. Like it's not even cheesing, and it's not too hard. It's like it's in the sweet spot of being able to do the damn thing, and he's yeah. got it. He freaking nailed it. Yeah, and it's not at the point where there's a specific set order in which everything happens the way John Cena was, where he had the five moves of doom, and we knew the order in which they were coming. And as soon as soon as we saw the hip toss, you know, yeah, it, it was time. It was time. Mm-hmm. These are good things. It's like a song, you know. They got the, the you know, you know how a song is, and got the right hook and. All that, you mm-hmm. know. Why change it? Exactly. You know, at least he's not only Superman punching and only spearing. Like, only Superman punching and the same kick out over and over again. Come on, imagine. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and he, and he has the, he has the power, power bomb. Uh, you mentioned the spear. He has the, the drive-by. The sleeper, uh, which is the, great. Like, his, his take on the Uranagi... Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's he's just doing a regular one, but the way he does it, it's just like, it looks like he's trying to send you into the earth. Yup. It's good. It, it looks impact. Like, it looks really tight. He's like a Godzilla, you know? You know? Like, like mm-hmm. you, you're not going anywhere. It's the, this is a, the chief, a tribal chief. All right, we, mm-hmm. we, we got to keep going, man. This is, I think that was fire. Like, we, we let these people know about the PWI, yeah. baby, how we feel. Yup. And also, just just on that point, I think it'd be great if Brian Daniels mentions that he made the number one and number two guys on PWI, uh, one hundred tap out. Yeah, one hundred percent. This is the year. Obviously, the only obviously the only name he'll mention is Kenny. This, this is the year of the dragon, man. Well, I yep. think it depends. Oh yeah, it depends on where it's set. If it's set on AEW TV, like like this, I think that's the example you're using. Then it'll yes, probably exactly. be that. They'll probably he'll he'll just only really refer to Kenny. But then mm-hmm. it's like I don't know. These guys are so like so much into their head that he'll just say that he just made the best wrestler in the world tap out. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, he'd probably want to play it safe, but he absolutely it would be awesome if he said I made Kenny Omega the number one guy on PWI's top one hundred and the number two guy on PWI's top one hundred this year tap out. And it's like, oh, who was it? Oh shit, it was Roman Reigns. He just talked about Roman. Yeah, Reigns. it's hard for me to know, like, because. I think you're right. I think you're 100% right that that's going to happen. Because, like, it's like, oh, he said the thing. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a thing that they love. Like, <laughs> Yeah, AEW, 
has been all about holy shit he said the thing. Yeah, like we have an example from freaking Dynamite. I've got Bruce Pritchard on speed dial. Yeah. And then Punk's like, Every- everybody's got Bruce Pritchard on speed dial. <laughs> like, I'm like, that's kind of low, even for MJF. Like, <laughs> you- <laughs> nerd. <laughs> what a mock yeah. thing to say. <laughs> Yeah, like that that might have been like the one thing where it's like mm, he was about to go over that shark but he just backed up a little bit, I guess. Basically yeah, saying well, I could go anywhere. <laughs> I think that was the point of that whole thing. It was. It was like, listen, I like I if you don't give me my title match, I'm yeah. You know, I'll, I'll call I'll call Uncle Bruce. There you go. Right, back to extreme rules, sort of. Uh, well, there technically about... was one match, and what could one be match. argued that that one match was the pay per view. For the record, yeah. Certainly, the most memorable. It's moment. all anybody was talking about after. Hmm. Well, two two parts of that match, I would say. Yeah, we'll but it's still that. the match. The match itself, like everything that's oh. included. Right. Um. So we were at New Day over last AJ and Omas. Uh, Usos beat the Street Profits to retain. That was easy. If they break up the Street Profits, if they said Montez for to Raw with Bianca, how long do you think that Angelo Dawkins has before uh, he's on AEW? I don't know. You know, I I kind of. Th- I feel like Vince can do something else with him. I just... Look, it's better than the alternative that I'm thinking. That they just swap the black tag teams. That they just put the Street Profits mm. on Raw because they moved the New Day to SmackDown. I don't know why that irritates the fuck out of me, but it just does. I see why... I see why it's easy to see it that way. I see I'm it desensitized. As... The world has ruined me. No, I hear you. I just see it as they moved the New Day to SmackDown so that they're still separate from Big E. Which is something that they want. And luckily, the it, the changes don't take hold for another three weeks. Right, until after Crown So they can, get, they can do the Hurt Business storyline. Right. So I'm glad that they specified that. Thank you for specifying something about this draft. I really like that. That's very good. I do too. Because it's like, yes, you uh, get the rating the, spike now, and for later when the turn, turn, the changes actually do happen, and it gives people incentive to watch to see what happens. Because it's like, are they really going to leave Charlotte with the cha- Raw Championship? This, she's going to lose it again. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't, I don't want to get too deep into the draft just yet because there is a bunch of it to talk about. Um, but if they move, so just to continue the way I see it. So like the way that they put the New Day on SmackDown to keep Big E separate from them, I think that they move the Street Profits to Raw, not because they moved the New Day to SmackDown, but to keep them with Bianca. Yeah. Like I said, it's either they split up or they're going as a tag team, but they're not staying on SmackDown. Right. It's all but assured. And there's no way they're going to drag the Usos to Raw. But anyway, continue. Yeah, no, definitely not. So, moving on with the pay-per-view. Uh, we had Lashley complaining about Biggie cashing in on him. Basically, another you know, of the same promo he cut on SmackDown. 
Uh, Charlotte uh, beat Alexa Bliss with the natural selection and then rips Lily apart. And then Alexa Bliss goes under the announce desk. Can you need an Alka-Seltzer? Pretty, pretty blatantly getting a, a giant Alka-Seltzer. Big, big tablet. She needed to wet it up a little bit more, I think. She absolutely did. Uh, I got. I get the impression that she was supposed to be sort of like foaming at the mouth almost the entire time. An Alka-Seltzer that big? A, they definitely didn't want it obvious, that as obvious as it was that she took something while she was under there. Look, and I just want to state for the record, I'm a little disappointed that they didn't maybe do like a rehearsal on this or anything. Right. But let me just say they should, A, a should have rehearsed, rehearsed that and the visual, the visual, if she would have nailed yeah. it, would have been spectacular and I'm keeping it PG right now. Anyway, moving right along. <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't know that, um, I think it would have looked that amazing. That was necessarily, <laughs> yeah, I don't know that that was necessarily her fault, like, I, there was, I mean, obviously, yes, the tablet didn't dissolve fully. Maybe she needed more water in her mouth. She, pro she probably took a sip of water while she was under there. Like, she was, we saw her digging under there, and it's like, listen, Kevin Dunn, you, you, you know you're better than this, right? Cut away. Yeah. Just cut away already. Yeah. Um, and then. But things happen fast. I mean, I feel. I think things happen fast sometimes. Things happen too fast sometimes, and maybe they didn't catch it in time. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe she, there was a water bottle under there, and like she was having trouble with the cap. Sometimes those ha caps are hard to get off. Yeah, but loosen it up before. Like, somebody. There's got to be a more. Like, I get you guys don't really care that much about this part of the storyline, and it's just to close it off. But, like, you know, act like it. I don't know. <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, all, all that is good. fell, yeah, exactly, all that fell a little flat kind of because of the 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 failed presentation. I don't see them it. trying to see if it works first, like, I don't know why they wouldn't do that, that's why I'm like, this doesn't make any sense, mm -hmm. like, you're a publicly traded company, you have millions of dollars, mm -hmm. like, <laughs> anyway. Like, you could test, you could test the giant Try it out. To tab. Try it out, that's all they, I'm trying to they, say. They, they. They can't be that expensive. Try it out. That's all. That's all. Try it out. It's simple. Yeah. Just what do you have it. to lose? So we had the ult the utter destruction of Lily. And obviously Alexa Bliss kind of went crazy and now she's off TV. If she comes back uh, with a Lily mask, I told you so. Like I could see her making I, that into a mask. She should go to I Bray Wyatt's guy. <laughs> she went to him for everything else. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of... I'm going to wait and see, as I always am, and I'm going to wait and see and hope that they do Charlie something... Charlie's sex tape. Good. <laughs> oh, boy. Just just do something wait good. Wait and see. The, <laughs> like, the Lily thing... I, I, I think it's I over. Like I it's... think she's going to come back like it never happened, but if she does wear a mask, I told you so. Just saying. It's like that That would just be doubling down, tripling down even. Well, it's like, you, it's like you're already six feet under. Just, just keep keep digging. You're almost at the other Here's side. what I think. I think it's over because Charlotte's on SmackDown. I don't think they're going to move Alexa. If they move Alexa to SmackDown, then fine. It's not over. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, Damian Priest successfully defended the U.S. Championship, pinning Sheamus, and then uh, he, him, and Jeff posed together. 
cool moment, I guess. Uh, for some people, Jeff yeah. Fans. Yeah, we've, yeah, we've said that he has many. They are legion. Yes. They are. Actually, uh, one of the uh, WWE Supercard streamers today was wearing Jeff Hardy arm things. I'm like, oh, how much? How long do I got to leave this on? Right. It's okay for girls to do that. It is. It's okay for anyone to do it. I'm just... No, I think it's a girl that was doing it. Well, it was. So. I had to get my okay QR code somewhere. Exactly. Holy shit, dude. When I said that, she looked at me. It's fucking creepy. Because I have the Twitch drops, uh, Baby oh, really? Booker verse. And, like, mm-hmm. the screamer, when I said that, had looked at me. I'm hmm. creeped out right now, so I'm just going to minimize it because I wanted to make sure the progress bar was moving. I'm just not going to. Yeah, I, I, I was doing the same Holy thing. Holy shit. All right. I'm sorry. I've got very. She, I got she, really scared. She must, be, she must be listening to the podcast. Uh, Someone is. I don't know. I'm not doing it live. Uh, she doesn't know. I'm that. not streaming it. So how? I'm looking at. Imagine. Oh my god, my webcam's up. There you That's go. got to be it, man. Because I usually have it flipped over on the back of my monitor because I'm a paranoid lunatic. But I forgot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there you go. The NSA there wants go. to know more about wrestling, dude. So they 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 gotta know they gotta know that Biggie then said Lashley better be ready when he stands in the ring at Raw at eight o'clock on Monday. Yeah, he's gonna show him what's what's going on, and he did Something so like that one and a half times on Monday night. Yes. Uh, then we have Bianca and Becky Lynch interrupted by the returning Sasha Banks. Like, tell just just tell us why you, she wasn't able to compete in that match. Obviously, you're going to make something up because you're never going to tell us the truth. But come on. Well, I guess we're going like, to have to wait and see. They're not going <laughs> to tell us. Just like they didn't tell us why she wasn't at, uh, what was it, Mania? No, she, she didn't miss Mania. I don't know. Maybe she was at her Aunt May May's house or something. Just make up something. What? Just make yeah. it up. I don't care. You know, she she was she was locked she was locked in a room with her cousin Snoop, not realizing the door was I unlocked. I went to go see my Mima. She <laughs> was very upset that I wasn't at the SummerSlam. I said, Mima, I'm with you. And now you know the rest of the story. There then you, you can have Just Becky going that. out and say, hey, 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 I don't want to hear shit about you and your Mima. Be great. It will be. Um, yeah. So then, uh, Sasha Banks kind of stuff. That was uh, great, came man. Out. Shut up. Stop it. Don't skip this. Becky gave like the most half-hearted Orange Cassidy thumbs up to Sasha Banks, and then got dropped by that blue-haired snake. It was a very that good was, spot. That I I did kind of like that. I really liked it because she's a heel. And they could do yeah. stuff like that and not look pathetic. I right. thought that was you amazing. Could, She's got layers, man. Yeah, you can do heel Sasha versus heel Becky and make it work. Exactly. I, Becky's a heel, dude. I never and, and we always know what I say about Sasha Banks. She's mm-hmm. always the heel unless she's getting the beat down. And then even then, she's still the heel. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. She asked for that. Somehow, someway... She did something to somebody, and they got her back. Yep. Always betraying people. You're not going to get away with it forever. It's like she's trying to be the female viper. Right? Exactly. Like That's why I keep calling her a snake. 
Yeah, and it it's so appropriate that uh, the first half of a finisher is the backstabber. It's like, oh, oh, Becky Lynch is backstabbing again. Hide the knives, everybody. Don't turn Sasha. around. Yeah. Yeah, Sasha, mm-hmm. whatever. She's a fucking <laughs> snake. She is. And then, of course, our main event was Roman Reigns versus the Demon Finn Balor. What did I tell you? Okay. <laughs> you know, Samoans named Joe. They are the kryptonite. They are the, uh, what is it, the uh, the suplexorcist? Uh, suplexorcist. <laughs> they just banished the demon back to the nether realm. You know, honestly, I think this is a callback. That match was a callback to, um, you know, HBK's tag team partner and that famous feud against uh, Vince and Shane. Mm. I think maybe him, maybe he, through divine intervention, you know, told that cameraman to cut the rope. Yeah. <laughs> F- footage is available on social media, I believe Twitter for sure, uh, of a cameraman in the opposite corner of Finn Balor. Yes. Uh, either either cutting a rope or tripping something, like pulling on something that uh, released the term bubble. I need to say um, this again before you continue, that if mm-hmm. you haven't listened to the Basement Booker's Extreme Rules Companion, you should. And if, all right, if you can't watch the whole thing, I get it, I understand, sometimes we're a lot. You gotta go to the Roman Reigns-Finn Balor match. Because we lose our fucking minds. Like, it, when it gets to the red lights, I can't even, you, you can't, it, the reaction is instantaneous. This is better than anything I can say about it here. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. I'd be doing it a great injustice. You have to listen to that. At least that bit. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to your family. You owe it to the people that care about you. If you are a Basin Booker's fan, first of all, of course, you're hearing this because you're a Basin Booker's fan, right? Because that's who I'm talking to. You, this is the content that you want. This is free. Go check that out. It's free. You know, most people, like when they do like a companion or whatever, they hide it behind a paywall. So, Mm. and that shit's for frizzle. Yeah, what you do, listen, just just go to WWE Network on Peacock. Fast forward to Finn Balor versus Roman Reigns. Uh, find the Basic Bookers podcast, load it up, cue it up to Finn Balor vs. Roman Reigns. We do our best to tell you where play. we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we we do. Without having any definitive way of syncing it up, we, we do what we can. We're here. working on the dead space. Sometimes you have to stop talking, and I think we have to do a thing where one of us gets a tag out, and the other one has to keep going. Because sometimes yeah. that's not good. That is not good for audio medium. So we're working on it. We're working, guys. Right. Like this, we care about this. Like this was a great idea. It was, and it, it's been a lot of fun. It kind of it throws me back to when we would just sit and watch the paper. Yeah, without a fucking microphone in our goddamn faces. Yeah, yeah, and having to worry about some things we say every now. And yeah, then. exactly. Oh man, if people only fucking know. Like so, we can't have that shit on the internet for free. <laughs> Speaking of, as we expected with what Finn was doing in response to the heartbeat, there are memes and such of that, that claim that Finn was like humping the floor or something. <laughs> you have to. I can't right now. I'm thinking about Did it. Did you not see it? No. <laughs> oh, 
Maybe it was maybe it was in one of our Facebook groups, but that doesn't mean that it does not exist elsewhere on the internet. No, I'm just because I'm just thinking about the whole situation. <laughs> I was dying. <laughs> oh my god, it was oh, so man. fucking funny. I couldn't. <laughs> I'm already spoiling it. I can't. Okay. Anyway, um, good match. <laughs> Um, I, you know, what do you expect? Like Roman just sold it like it was divine intervention. Like you see You're him at like, the end. All right, the the rope broke. Cool. You're hurt. All right, I'm a spear. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking after the three count. Like when yeah. he sits up and he's looking up at the sky. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like he was saved by the Lord. <laughs> yeah, I'll imagine it all ties in. I, yeah, it's like look at that. I took care of that blasphemer. <laughs> man you know uh, honestly you know I truly am a believer you know I am I really am and uh, I'm really glad that Roman Reigns was given to us you know a real gift a gift to us like just imagine a WWE without Roman Reigns a post John Cena world without Roman Reigns what, nah. do you, what, do you, what do you even have Edge Edge yeah. is slowly becoming a skeleton. His face, it's like so, it gets more sunken every time I look at him. He should turn heel and reveal himself as Skeletor. I was just going to say Skeletor. <laughs> uh, Edge of Skeletor. Yeah. You think you know me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it was yesterday. Like it shouldn't be on this day. It should be yesterday. Yeah. Um. Overall, what do you think of the extreme rules? I, I think we had fun with it. I don't know if I would have liked it as much if I was just watching it. You know. Yeah, we had fun with it. I'd probably give it like three and a quarter stars out of five. Uh, I'm gonna give it a five. Really? You know, because I love wrestling, and I'm thankful every day. I'm happy to be alive, and I thank the Lord. You know, I'm thank the Lord for a lot of things. I'm thankful for my wife. Uh, my best friend. I'm thankful for my daughter. I'm thankful for for my mom. I'm thankful for all these wonderful things. So I don't have anything negative to say about this pay per view. You know, I think it's beautiful. You know, I think it's great. I think we need cool. to all gonna... find time to love ourselves more. You know, because that's 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 why we have free will. You know, maybe you don't believe in God. You know, maybe I just think there's something. There's something, and whatever that is, it, we have free will, and that we what we do with that, that's up to us. And I think that's beautiful. It is. That's awesome. Um, having free will, I'm going to speak from the heart here. I gave it three and a half because to uh, or three and a quarter. I was speaking from I the said. heart. I just want to say that Richard Riz is not implying that. I just want to let you guys know that. Okay, thank you. Um, for me, most of these matches didn't really have the um, the hype behind it. Like only uh, Roman Reigns and Charlotte's matches. Uh, were really well hyped. Behind that, I would say, probably Liv and Carmella. Um, there was a little bit of heat between Priest and Sheamus, but eh. Yeah, um, uh, I think the uh the the Sheamus and uh Damian Priest, if you judge it by a single body of work, then you'd have a higher rating for it. But you've been, you've seen the match. You know, you've seen them fight each other. And just because they added Jeff... It's, he fought Jeff Hardy, and he fought Sheamus, and then they put it all together. That's all they did. So I could see if you could judge it, like, maybe that way, but I, I try to do it, like, by show. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, I don't know. There's not a lot of people that liked it as much as I did, but I mean, there's been some bad wrestling, and it just wasn't it to me. I didn't know what to do. Like, like I said, like for the things I focus on, it gave me like I just I I'm reviewing it at what it gave me and what I liked mm-hmm. from it, and from what I liked, that's what I gave it. That's how that that's my grade, at least for right now. And then you know, I am bipolar, so the next time it could just be you know hate for everything. But right now everything's great. Mm. There was one match I thought it was on. Raw. I'm looking through. I wrote that the match was a banger. Maybe it was on. Hey now. Let me. Uh, let me see. Uh, yeah, it must have been dynamite. Scrolling through, really, really quickly here. Dynamite's on TNT. Yeah, for now. How come nobody's talking to ACDC? Uh, it's a good question. Like, this is a I... missed opportunity. It they is. should have ACDC do a thing for them. Or they could, they, you know, Tony Khan could just buy the rights to the song. Maybe they're not selling I know, but what would be better? But what, what, I, I, actually, I think maybe he did try. I think he tried with something and he didn't get it. But, no, I'm just saying, like, if they... How I know it's kind of hard to do because they're older and it's like you know they're probably too busy. But like, imagine a a a theme song for Dynamite done by ACDC, like a unique song. Like that would be gigantic. Yeah, since they're moving to TBS in January. Damn it! I guess it's kind of not really worth it. Yeah, but isn't TNT like the main channel? It is. Because they're not going to change um, the TNT championship to the TBS championship, which, by the way, sounds terrible. It does. It's um, too close to PBS. You should have Big Bird and Cookie Monster on the plates. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yo. <laughs> oh, my God. If I could have, like a, a, like, a, like, a custom championship with, like, Sesame Street characters on the side plates... Bro, I will walk down the streets of Manhattan just like, you know, looking like a superhero with that shit. Like, you want a, cha- you want a piece of this? Let's go. Hi, I'm Sammy Guevara, and I am <laughs> the TNT Sesame Street champion. <laughs> oh, he fits the part. Whoa, you know what? This is amazing. This is very interesting timing that we're talking about Sammy Guevara and the TNT championship. It is. So I, fa- I found the match that I listed as a hell of a match. It, I would say, even including the pay-per-view, maybe, that it was absolutely the match of the week. It was on Dynamite. Can you guess which match it was? Was it Jungle Cole? Uh, Jungle Cole? <laughs> yes, Jungle Cole. <laughs> Jungle Cole! They decided, you know what? Let's not wrestle each other. Let's do a fusion. Let's become the perfect mm. wrestler. By our powers combined. Yeah, all that jazz. Um, Listen, yeah, it was good. It was really good. I just, it's like I knew what was going to happen. I'm like, can Jungle Boy, like, win a match? Like, I, I actually seen, like, he's got a good win-loss record. It's not bad. It's I'm exaggerating. But 
Yeah, he he's just losing the super high profile match. Exactly. But that's okay because he this kid literally has his entire future ahead of him and I'm starting to We can say that see... but so many times. We say that all the time with him. Right. <laughs> but like 20 years later he's, only... he's got he's got a bright future that kid. It's literally only been 2 years. <laughs> no. But you got to strike while the iron's hot. I don't disagree. Make he while I... make hey while the sun shines. I'm bringing it back. Make hay? Make hay while the sun shines. I don't know if I've heard the make hay. We've had this conversation on the same podcast. (laughs) I'm not doing this. I'm not not doing this. Not the other podcast? I'm not doing this. Don't turn it to a boomer. (laughs) All right. I can't. It's Dude. Like every day we get older. I know. You can't fight it. It's like, um, it's almost kind of like you're slowly turning into a zombie. (laughs) That kind of deal. No, I'm turning. It's happening. The old has got me. Slowly I turn. Yeah. All right. So, Jungle Boy, I'm starting to see why and how they could say he's the future. Like, he's not green. He's just not experienced enough yet to be able to really carry the ball. Yeah, it's a heavy ball. You should squat more. Right. So... I could see them wanting to get him in there with a few wrestlers of each different style so that he can really become as well-rounded as he could possibly be and and finish fleshing out his own in-ring persona, his repertoire, if you will. Repertoire. Yeah. All right. Repertoire. Um... Repartee. Andrade, I feel like they show him like once every two weeks, and he has a match maybe once every six weeks. I I think it makes him special. Like, he's on TV every week, you know? Give or take. Yeah, but he's always there. It's not like he's in the background ever. You know, it's kind of like he's in the foreground. And I think it's, you know, it's like you you could do but so much with three hours of television. They might not. They might not want to waste him on things that are like not worth using the character for, you know. Because then, when he wins and when he loses, it means more. Right. So right now, his win loss record is high. He, I think he's one. He, he only has one match, right? That's not the point I'm making. The mm-hmm. point I'm making no, is, I, you know, you know what I'm saying. No, I, I do. just don't uh, know. This is just supporting that, so that like. Like he might not have a lot of matches under his belt, but they're but they're all wins. Exactly, and that's all that matters is winning. Right. How so so this week Dynamite and Rampage were in Rochester, Rochester. The hometown of Rochester, bringing it way back to the basement days. Now how that of course the hometown of Brody Lee that they Big flat out rig. said Yeah, Big Rig. Where they flat out said, this is where Brody Lee was originally supposed to debut. How do you feel they handled the um, the dissension within the Dark Order and the ultimate sort of uh, return to the same page? I think it's the equivalent of like the best part of a Hallmark movie. 
I think. Mm-hmm. I think it was like a heartwarming thing. It's like it it's it may have looked like I I want to say cheesy, but that doesn't like you see what's happening. It's not like it feels real, but like it's like, you know, like you can't you care and it's like how, how dare you crack this cold cold heart of mine kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. that's 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 what I I thought about it. I wasn't expecting um, Amanda to really ever show her face on TV as a character. So that so that was different. So it was a little unexpected because the whole time going in, we thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be Anna J and Ty Conti really sort of like literally and or physically slapping uh, slapping the t- the uh, some sense into the Dark Order to get them back on the same page. Uh, but it took them, negative one, and Amanda Huber, John Huber's widow, little negative one's mom, to say, listen, it, it, it doesn't matter. You're a team. You get in there and support your team. And then Dark Order was a house of fire. They took out everyone, won the match, and then we had the big hug it out afterwards. Yep. I, I, yeah, I didn't think they were ever going to split up or anything anyway. Like, I, I had no, like, I had, even though, that's the reason why I compared it to, like, the best part of a Hallmark movie. Like, even though you knew what was going to happen, at least I did, like, not mm-hmm. that spot exactly, but that they weren't going to, like, not every team or group has to break up the same way it's always been done. There's other right. ways to do this. And mm-hmm. they weren't going to do that with that because it wasn't just, it wouldn't make any sense. Like, how are you going to have the bonds of a group made stronger than anything you could possibly do in wrestling. It's a real life storyline. Like you have, mm-hmm. this is gold and you're not going to cover golden shit by doing it the way it's always been done. Mm-hmm. You go outside the box and you make it special. And that's what they did. I agree. I, th- I think it was well done. Um, extra points to Ty Conti for legitimately looking concerned. Um, she had like the, the, the big wide eyes. Well done. Good acting. Good stuff. She's not calling you. I'm not, I'm not telling her to call me. I'm just like, I'm just saying like, you know, as far as the roles that everyone was given, that stood out. Shout out to Jungle Boy. There you go. He's dating Anna J. I know, but shout out to Jungle Boy. All right. I'm always going to defend you, bro. Good kid. Good kid. It just upsets me. I'm still thinking about that wrestling match. Him and Cole, man. At least he cheated. At least he Mm -hmm. cheated. And that's what matters. It's only cheating if you get caught. No, we know he cheated. (laughs) But he got mule mule kicked the kid. You see it coming. So it's like, all right, good. There's nothing, you know, we don't. He's protected. Mm -hmm. And it it was well done. I liked it. It was good. Sometimes well done is good. Yes. Uh, Leo Rush apparently signed. Oh, uh, yeah. I told you the idiot wasn't retired. By the way, I'm not saying he is. I don't know. But, like, you can't keep retiring and not retiring. It's annoying. Right. Just... Because, like, he, he, he retired, then he went there and got hurt in his one match, and then retired again... 
and then whatever like uh, Brinks, the Brinks truck from Wish.com is, that's what Tony Khan did. And Leo's like, all right. Sometimes you have a crisis of conscience. You know, sometimes you're like, man, I, I hurt myself here. Like, can I really do this? Like, is the mm-hmm. Lord trying to tell me something? You know, is this a sign from God? Or maybe ultimately it's all a work and he knew he'd be back and just wanted to sort of raise his price tag by saying he's retired. So you have to sort of buy him out of retirement. Well, that could work but for so long. It's like someone has to give him a dictionary and look up retired. Retired is <laughs> not, I'm not working right now. Like, you could not be working right now. <laughs> And not be retired. Maybe he's maybe he's like, oh, I'm I'm a retired wrestler. You got it. You need the Brinks truck to get me back. Oh, because that's what worked for Shawn Michaels. Even Leo Rush is not Shawn Michaels. I I, I'm sorry to say that. How how many retired wrestlers have been retired officially, a hundred percent, and just not come back? Right. Terry. No. Use the polar opposite of the actual Has Terry Funk ever actually said he's retired? (laughs) I don't fucking know. I just don't think he has. No, he's had retirement matches. Ric Flair. (laughs) Retired, asterisk from WWE. Yeah. Oh, man. I really thought HBK was going to be the one. I really did, but here we are. Yeah. Maybe Undertaker's so, the one. Right now, Undertaker's the mm, one. As far as we can see. The... Yeah, the Saudi Arabia match was before... Yeah, everything's before, dude. Okay. When he he retired, he retired. Okay. So may, maybe that's the one. Holy shit. I really hope. I, I want it to be true. The one in twenty three and one. We don't want to talk about that right now. I'm just saying. What are we even talking about here? I don't know. What are we talking? Well, that didn't happen. It didn't happen this time. I told you. Simone's name Joe. Yeah. What else happened is that we had, uh, we saw clear dissension between Arn Anderson and Cody Rhodes. Yeah, a lot of people are wishing that Arn Anderson had shot Cody Rhodes in the face. I'm like, whoa, easy guys. It's just a TV show. Cody Rhodes is a man. He's he's got a he's he's a family man. What do you want that for? Yeah, that I don't was know fucking if... weird though. <laughs> it's like Arn Anderson went to a dark place briefly. He <laughs> just returned. He did. <laughs> and I'll show him my Glock. <laughs> Reach for my Glock. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was <laughs> that was like that's like if it was in like a, a a comedy movie where like a kid goes to pick up like his daughter for like to go to a dance or whatever, and he just tells him this story. And he's like, mm-hmm. "What kind of man are you? Are you enough to take my daughter out?" And he's like, <laughs> "Mister, I'm a I'm a senior in high school." <laughs> it's like it's like that scene in Bad Boys. <laughs> yeah, it's even worse because he had the Glock. Oh, they did too. Did they have the actual weapons out? Yes. Oh, okay, it's been a while. I just think. That, uh, I think um, um, Mike Lowry even cocked it. Oh, now I'm seeing it in my mind. Yeah. Okay. Great scene. Fucking hilarious. Um, Do you remember his name yeah, it's, only it's because like, of... it's like Arn? Do... Are, you, are you okay? Is there something you need to get off? Hold your chest on. Here? Do you remember his name because he's a Fortnite skin? 
No. Okay, I'm just making Mike sure. Mike Lowry is just is just the name I remember from the movie. Like, I don't remember Martin Lawrence's character's name. I just remember saying, Mike Lowry. Nobody does, by the way. Yeah, Mike Lowry. Nobody does. I don't know. I don't know the <laughs> Martin Lawrence character's name. I just call him Martin. <laughs> May as well. I mean, that was his name on the show, Martin. And right? at no point in Bad Boys does he go, what's up? No, no point. At no point in the movie. Mm. Very upsetting. Yeah, that was him uh, breaking the... Uh, Breaking the stigma. I, Breaking the typecasting. Nah, man, that should be with you forever. I, I would never be ashamed of that. That's something to be proud of. It's a cultural thing that mm. most people know. They don't chop me in my ass. Mm. Damn it. That's bad boy stuff. I'm trying to think about what his name is. It's bothering me. Anyway, let's let's keep going. Let's keep going with wrestling. Yeah. Uh See, Matt Hardy, Orange Cassidy, that was that same thing. Leo Rush, brief FTR promo, Dan Lambert does his thing. He's really good at that. That's all I can really say. (laughs) Well, thankfully he's had enough practice at this point because it wasn't as well polished when he was doing it in TNA. Practice makes better. Like, Like we were saying with the Alexa thing, you know, like... He, mm-hmm. he, it was basically like NXT for him just to see what he can do. Yeah. Um, it's funny because he was, um, I read an interview where he was talking about meeting Tony Khan and how they basically, um, how Tony Khan's a wrestling nerd the way he is. And they're like, uh, swapping stories and talking about like matches that Tony Khan is too young to have seen, at least live, but Lambert remembers watching live. Way back in, in the day. So I, that that just stuck out in my mind as sort of like a like a cool a cool story, a cool bonding moment between someone that had to actually do work to go back and get tapes versus someone living it and realizing how awesome it is at the time. Yeah, also known at the time as Nerd Alert. If you were into yeah, the, if you Listen. were if you were like deep into VHSs like that, that's where you were, and it wasn't cool to be that at that point. It wasn't cool, and we fucking yeah, but think did about it. it. We fucking did it. Yeah, but just think about what that was like. If you were trading tapes from like you know like Japan or like or even even further back, you know like the Memphis territory. That's some underground and, shit, man. Right. Th- that's the equivalent of WWE fans saying. Man, let me check out AEW, see what that's all about. That's all that is. Yeah, it's a it's lot just, less work now. Yeah, exactly. It was there was just so much more work involved then. Like this this and is like work. you literally only had Yeah, and you literally only had word of mouth. You couldn't like go on the internet to see a preview of all right, damn, that, that match looks good. Let me see that. Yo Let me let me go find I it. I wonder if you would look through the classifieds and like looking for tapes. Hmm. I, pr- I, w- I think that's a thing because I remember, like, I would look at classifieds because I always found it interesting, like, what people would put in there. Like, it was all, mm-hmm. it wasn't always, like, this was before I was at work age. Like, I would just read, mm-hmm. like, there was nothing to do really. And I was like, I would just read a paper. And it's like, looking for, like, used typewriter, this, that. And it's like, and I don't know if I, it's like baseball cards, you know, stuff like that. Like, I wonder mm-hmm. if that's how sometimes it happens. You know what? Probably in like PWI. Yeah, 
Like I'm sure they, I'm sure they sold classified. Or ads. you had to meet a guy, like if, or like you're in a video store and you're in the wrestling section and you meet a guy. It's like, do you know where I can get this? It's like He's wearing a long black coat. Like he could be dressed like anything. It's like it could be like, <laughs> like you could never tell really. Like it wasn't that that much merch, you know. And mm-hmm. it's like, hey, you know where I could get? Oh, well, I know a guy on Thirty Second and Fourth or whatever, and you could get it here. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's apartment One B, and you just have to give him this password. <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta have tapes. You gotta have tapes, brother. It's not gonna happen without tapes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got got a trade. Like some tape shady trade. fucking deals, alleys and shit. Like mm-hmm. a guy with fucking a box of tapes. <laughs> He's got mm-hmm. like sunglasses on. It's nighttime. It's like how do you see anything? Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a it's one of those milk crates. Or it's like one of those things where like they're standing in front of a car and the lights are on, and the mm-hmm. briefcase Pop is trunk. on top of the the hood. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pop the trunk. Be like, let's see what you got here. Oh, so you have <laughs> Wrestle whatever, Fest 40. Yeah, all right, let's go. And what, wait, what do you got? Well, let me see the goods. Oh, stuff like that. Yeah, it's weird mm-hmm. stuff. Wish we could animate the stuff in our brains and just. I mean, I, I'm seeing <laughs> it. I'm picturing yeah, it's it. It's amazing. Um,. Man, I'm just glad. I'm I'm glad. Like you just type it into YouTube. We were, yeah. <laughs> just t- type it in Google because it might not come up on YouTube. It might be like Daily Motion. Well, well, you don't have to go closed circuit television. You don't have to mm-hmm. go somewhere to watch something on a screen with a bunch of smelly people and their cigarettes. But you know, like that was a decent theory. It's like, oh, let's you know, yeah, let's, let's all let's like a, a community. movie. But yeah. remember, wrestling like, wasn't as mainstream as it is now. Exactly. So you have all sorts of interesting characters. Mm-hmm. And they'll tell you where to get tapes. And that's how it goes around. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, as alluded to, we have a new TNT champion. Uh, yeah. And I feel like that I feel like that news actually kind of got lost in the shuffle this week. I mean, not for us. Um... Look, I'm just going to call it like I see it. Um, I believe uh, after the results of the match that there is a vacancy as the new favorite champion. So as a a champion of the basement, I'd like to throw my hat in uh, to be uh, God's new favorite champion. Because it's not Miro anymore. I guess I just want to just throw that out there. Throw my hat in the ring. I guess Miro is probably God's favorite contender or former champion yeah you know what and i think honestly i say that in jest but i really do believe it's presumptuous to think you know the mind of god and that he would even pick a favorite so are we not all his children you know in theory if we are all in fact his creations uh that, that you know gifted us with free will you know you're also talking to someone that is that presumes that god doesn't actually exist so this is all a leap of faith, if you will. That's what this podcast is about, Rich. This is a Facebook Bookers podcast. We're a Christian conservative podcast. We're trying to get uh, to Vince. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, uh, listen, I, look, at first I didn't like it. I got to be honest. Like, I don't, I just didn't, I didn't like the fact that Sammy Guevara got to beat the undefeated Miro. And I just want to finish my thought before you interrupt me and disagree. But I, Whatever happens here, I just hope that they, Tony Khan, being the wrestling fan he is, learns from the mistake that Vince did 
after Cena beat Rusev for the United States Championship because he never recovered from that. So, you know, hopefully they have a plan going forward. Yes, I get it. Exposed turnbuckle. Technically kind of an interference by Fuego uh, Soul because... Didn't put a t- he didn't put a hand I, on him. I know that, but he still distracted him. I told you not to interrupt me, but you still did it. Yeah. I just Sorry. wanted to get my thought out. Um, so, yes, you know, it, it's his own fault because he tried to cheat first. He exposed the turnbuckle in the first place. And as is usual, that's how, you know, usually you get your comeuppance because you... You, you, it's like you, you bring the table in, you're going through it. It's just mm-hmm. how it works. And, uh, like I said, we'll see. It's just that, and this is a credit to Sammy's usefulness. Youth, youthfulness is like, oh, the undefeated TNT champion was defeated by a small child, you know, and then there's that. And then, then there's like, no, well, it makes sense for here. Okay, fine. So that's, that's mm-hmm. where I'm at. And you go ahead. Yeah, I, as I said to you a messenger, I think it was yesterday, Miro is protected because he knocked himself out on the turnbuckle. That's how I feel. It's not as bad for Miro. If anything, now he'll be more vicious because he's pissed off. That's what I think. Maybe. I think, And I think Sammy has a hurt in common because Sammy likes to uh, sell a lot of beatings, it seems. And it's been a while. <laughs> I think he, I think he's like a. He's missing it. He's asking for it. He he's missing it. He's probably definitely asking for it. <laughs> but he's he's like, you know, it's been a while since I got beaten down. I think uh, can we can we write that in? Can we schedule that? Yeah, man. I really think he would have loved if this podcast was the meat slap and meat podcast because <laughs> it would be right up his alley. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, man, like his his feud with um, Sean Spears, and uh, was it uh, Matt Hardy? Yeah, Matt Hardy. Yeah, remember everybody got mad got at him because they thought he killed him. Yup. Or knocked him loopy at least. You know, you've always yeah, run oh, yeah, that, that, doing that stuff too. like that. Yeah, that that you actually got to blame um, the ref Aubrey Edwards for for letting Matt continue. I mean. I, Look, we don't have to talk about that, but this dude, this whole thing he's doing, I'm not interested. So I hope that uh, his creativity wasn't hurt from that landing. Because he yeah, hasn't, yeah, he hasn't, like, he's all, like, he's another guy that, like, that's why I'm nervous about Miro, because he hasn't really recovered. Yeah, so HFO, briefly, there's a new guy in there, I don't recognize him. They said his name once, and I didn't write it down because he wasn't like he was in the uh, the sixteen man tag. But they mentioned his name once. Yeah, you need to mention a name at least seventeen times in the first half of the match, or I'll never know it. Especially if it's someone I've never seen before. Exactly. Like I can't remember the character in the tag team match that Cody was in. Was it Cody that teamed up with Lee Johnson? Tyler, uh, the sex tape. Yeah. There was a tag team match with Cody and Lee Johnson, and they wrestled two other people. And one of them was like a really light-skinned black guy, Um, Mm -hmm. and I don't remember his partner. Some white guy, I think. I'm not good with names. 
I'm looking through Cody. Yeah, Cody started the match. I need names. Uh, oh, that's uh, Dante Martin. Yeah, Dante Martin's the light-skinned kid? Yeah. Okay. Is he, like, supposed... He's one half of the, he's one half of the tag team top flight. His brother, uh, whose name I can't remember at the moment, last name Martin, um, is out injured. All right. Like, is he, like, some kind of, like, top prospect or something? Because he's in a lot of matches. Pretty much, yeah. Like, I'm noticing that. There's a lot of guys where it's like, I don't know what's happening here. But I guess you're making something. Yeah, he has been in, in a lot of singles matches lately. Yeah, it's very interesting. I wonder if it's like a contract mm -hmm. thing, you know? Maybe. Or just Tony Khan really likes him because, like, he, he's really athletic. He's really impressive. He had a match, I think it was against, was it against Hangman? That's my favorite. Or Kenny? He's real athletic. That's the best. That's the best descriptor for the most generic person. Well, there's not a whole lot of personality to him yet. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, we need, to, I'd like to hear stuff. I think they gave him the mic once and it wasn't great. So it's like, all right, let's uh, highlight the positives. I mean, that's hard. And hide the negatives. That's hard. That's a hard thing. It is. Like, it, it, he's gonna he's gonna need the practice. But his in ring work is very good. Yeah, like I'd rather do be able to do what he does than talk. Hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I like to talk. I'd be be good at talking. I'm not saying that I am. I'm it, just saying like mm -hmm. I'd ra like if I had to choose, because like this mm -hmm. is easy. Like if it was if he. If he could make what he does easier than talking, then I'd like that instead. Like, mm. to, if that's easy to him, like the shit that he can do, because he does make it look like that, then mm -hmm. th I'd, I'd rather have that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So, as far as other stuff, I don't know if there's anything else. Oh, we had uh, Ruby and Britt. Oh, no, we had a. There was a vignette because we already had the match. Duh. She's your favorite, Ruby Riot. Ruby? Yeah, or Soho. Soho. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. We're not Ruby, here Soho. for you to sing. Okay, I do the singing here. It's all right. Okay, I can sing every now and then. <laughs> well, you have to clear with me first. I just okay, did. Okay, well, you didn't. You did it, and then you cleared it. Don't I, matter. I just said you have to clear with me first, not after. Listen, listen. I'm the champ. I don't know. Acknowledge right, me. You are. <laughs> I said, all right. That means you're the champ. Yes. Awesome. Feel better already. Um, Punk had a quick promo on Rampage saying he'd rather, quote, die choking on too big a bite than starve. Meaning like he, he, like he wants to face the, the biggest and best that AEW has to offer because he'd rather lose to one of them than... Not get an opportunity because he's only fighting him and That's not going to happen for a while. Him losing. Yeah. I know. I would love for him to wrestle Hangman Page. I would love mm. for him to wrestle Hangman Page in a number one contenders match and lose the match. Well, Hangman... No, Hangman... Now, I didn't say it had to be fucking next well, week. I'm just saying that no, would I know. be cool. Because then, like, be. you're going in, everybody's like, nah, Punk's going to win. He's going to do it. They're not even going to bother with this Hangman. And then Hangman pulls out the victory. That would be cool. 
like a yeah. he hits that buckshot lariat like out of nowhere and like turns Punk inside out, and they mm-hmm. shake hands afterwards. That'd be amazing. I saw something. Oh, I was watching the um, the Chris Canyon episode of Dark Side. No, of the I didn't Ring. see it yet. Okay, but uh, kid, you. This isn't a spoiler okay. about real content. Good. Then that's fine. But so uh, they were talking to Brian Cage about Canyon because Canyon helped train Brian Cage way back in the way back. Oh, I heard about this. And there was footage of Brian Cage, and you know, from like 10, 12 years ago, whatever, or it's got to be more than that, from however long ago, right? And it shows him doing the buckshot lariat. Wow. I'm like, like, he is amazingly athletic for his size. Like, he was smaller then, but like, to still be that athletic now, like, he used to do a 619 in Impact. It wasn't as obviously um, he's kind of built like a refrigerator. Yeah, like it's a body like type he, thing. Like only like Mysterios and women can do it really good. Like Io Shirai. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not like he does it bad. It's just that like because his lower half weighs so much less than his upper half, he doesn't quite have that whip around effect. Like like no, Ray has be a little clunky. Yeah, but. Just the fact that a guy his size and of his musculature can do something like that is damn impressive. What I'm saying is it's easier with the build of a ninja than a barbarian. That's what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> he, he, he is a little Neanderthal. Get this man a loincloth and he can fight Conan. Not the fucking yep. wrestler keeping it 100, but Conan the barbarian. <laughs> yes. Arnold Schwarzenegger himself from nineteen eighty four whenever that was. Freaking husk. Yeah, not 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 the gubernator. Yeah. The gubernator. Anyway. Um What up? What else? Mm. Uh, you were talking about Oh yeah, um well it didn't hurt that he had like one of the most creative minds when it comes to doing moves like that, teach him. You know, exactly. it's also your teacher that plays mm-hmm. a big part in that. And being able to teach someone that size to do that is a defeat uh, in, in, uh, in itself. Um, so let's go back to Dynamite. Let's not get off track here. Or whatever you were talking well, Dynamite, about. We were, we were actually, yeah, we were actually on Rampage. And the last thing was... It's uh, all the same to me it, since Ev- the same fucking night. But <laughs> Yeah, Jack, that's it. Jack Evans had his head shaved. Yeah, I mean, good, I guess. Maybe he wanted to get his head shaved. As we kind of you expected. Know, yeah, what... The the announcer was sort of talking about how like his hair and beard were like a little gross, and how they should they should also shave. His they beard. shouldn't really talk about that then, because then it doesn't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It feels like oh, this is a good thing. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, so this doesn't matter. Well, as the heel, that's what they that's what uh the the announcers would have wanted anyway. Except except I guess for Ricky Sarks, but he was playing off as like. You know, oh, that's gross. Let's let him shave that because I don't care who wins. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like it's a good thing for him. This is going to do nothing yeah. but improve his life. Tomorrow, I hope it may, hopefully it'll make him uh, less clumsy. Tomorrow, he actually didn't botch in his match against Orange. I guess you know he he reached his quota for the yeah. Month. You know, and, and it's like just think about it. You're on that day, and it's like tomorrow, Jack Evans' fe- head will feel the coolest it's ever felt. Mm-hmm. He'll feel the grateful breeze 
just caress the skin of his bald head. And it'll be the most beautiful day of his life. Indeed. Speaking of breezes, is it drafty? Is it time for the draft? It's time. I yeah, you got it. It's, uh, that's a it's segue. Time. <laughs> it's time. I got that dry mouth, right. so start running your mouth so I could drink this here water. All right, so I'm going to run down uh, the picks from last night's episode of SmackDown. I'm going to do this real quick because presumably you saw SmackDown, and if you didn't, uh, sorry for spoiling something that yeah, you should what have you seen before you listen to this podcast. Get, watch SmackDown right? first, even though we kind of spoiled it a little bit earlier, but, but that's yeah. not the point. The number one pick to SmackDown was Roman Reigns, the Universal Champion. The number one pick to Raw, officially now, is the WWE Champion Big E. Uh, the number one female pick overall was Charlotte Flair from Raw to SmackDown. She is still the Raw Women's Champion. Obviously, there's going to be some sort of switcheroo happen. She's either going to drop that belt to pad her title count even further, or uh, she'll just swap with Becky at some point. Nah, man, three weeks. If Becky gets moved We got three weeks, so... We got three weeks. A lot can happen. A lot of stuff can happen. That's the that's what makes it exciting. It is. So round, um, oh the the first round, the second second woman pick was Bianca Belair, moving from SmackDown to Raw, as we mentioned earlier. Round two saw Drew McIntyre move from Raw to SmackDown. RK Bro stays on Raw. As we mentioned earlier, Kofi and Woods of the New Day moving from Raw to SmackDown. Edge moving from SmackDown to Raw. Drew back and Fox uh, and the world's dullest Claymore. The way he yes. rested on his body, it's like, bro, you're not even afraid of being cut. It's plastic. You put it on its side. No! No! About, and they even show it close enough where you could tell it's fake. It's fake. It's probably just not oh, sharp. Oh, god damn it. All right, whatever. <laughs> All right. Uh, round three, the first picks were Happy Corbin and Madcap I'm Moss just saying, don't give him a Smackdown. sword if he's not going to stab anyone with it. Sorry. Yeah, it's... it's I'm sorry. It's like, I, it's I not you. fair. Like, this show doesn't have stabbings. So he shouldn't have a sword. If he's going to smash tables, why doesn't he have, like, a warhammer? I get it. Claymore, William Wallace. Not everything's fucking Braveheart, Vince. Sorry. I'm sorry. I got to be honest. I can't I get that for entertainment value, guys. I'm not really upset. I'm just saying. <laughs> like it's, hmm. I still love it. I, I love everything, but let just give me a break. <laughs> it's not all Braveheart. Stop being so stereotypical. But at least we don't have story time with Uncle Drew anymore. I mean, it could change. He's got new uh, subject matter now. I hope not. He's going to compare Roman Reigns to like a a, 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 a a chief of a clan, like a head of an enemy clan, and how he oppressed his tribe or whatever, his clan, and he the, this other famous Irish, Scottish, folk hero comes and he sets things right and he's like you find out he's Drew McIntyre's great great greatest grandfather or whatever 
Is this something you're looking forward to? Uh, does it sound like I am? Maybe. Well, I mean, you're, you're painting a pretty vivid I try to. I'd rather not think about it because I don't want I to I try happen. to paint as vivid of a picture as I can to entertain the basement book of ours because that's what champions do. That's fair. You know? All right. So moving on with round three, uh, the women's tag team champions, while they can appear on both shows because blah, 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 they're staying on Raw, quote, unquote, because Raw drafted them. Uh, moving from NXT to SmackDown is the entire faction of Row. And staying on Raw is Keith Bearcat Lee. I feel like it would be more impactful if, if it was the Bearcat Keith Lee. But It'd whatever. It would be cool if Bearcat Lee was with Hit Row. They should have did that. But I guess that's that's too much meat. Because yeah. you got yeah, Top they got, Dollar. they got Top Dollar. The uh, Suge Knight of the record label. Um, yeah, which he was in the NFL. I don't remember his real name, but he was in the NFL. That's crazy. Um, yeah, I I didn't suspect that, but I guess in three weeks they'll do something with the North American Championship. I guess uh, they'll probably drop it to uh, the leader of uh, the league, El Legado del Fantasma, unless they mm-hmm. go to Raw. Yeah, That's we don't possible. Know. So, so that brings me to something that I wanted to address. Now, I've said this a lot of times. WWE, you have all these hours of TV. Tell me. Explain it. You have plenty of time. You can explain this to me. Now, you said that only half the roster is getting traded on SmackDown. The other half is being, is being um, decided on Raw. You didn't specifically release who was eligible for which night, right? I think it keeps it more interesting because you don't know who's eligible. Right, but then not having that, it, it makes me ask, why does no one care about drafting the Intercontinental U.S. Championship? Like, why are, or, or the SmackDown uh, Women's Champion? Yeah, um, like, like, do do the raw do the raw SmackDown executives or the Fox and USA executives not care about them as much as they do the North American champion? I don't think they care about the North American championship. Well, the North American champions now on SmackDown. I know that, but we know that. But it's like to them, NXT doesn't exist. So that's except they they drafted from them. I understand that, dude. That's because they know the talent. Like, they don't care. Like, they would have done it with the NXT champion if they wanted him. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't mm. matter to them. Because, And I I, I guarantee you, like, that, that it's not like the, cha- the North American championship is ever going to be on SmackDown. Okay, be- so better example. Do they care more about... Um... I just think that's just a picture that they had, you know? I bet you if they had one without the belt, they wouldn't use it. You know, all right. But what if? What about? Do they care more about Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss being part of their roster than they do Shinsuke Nakamura, or uh, who's the IC champ right now? I don't remember. Is that or is that Nakamura? <laughs> who's the US champ right now? Damian Priest. Uh, yeah, this is my favorite part of the podcast. Oh, okay. When I when I forget who's the champion, because obviously WWE doesn't care enough to mention it. Enough. I guess, but like my point was gonna be, uh, 
I saw it as like it gives like it gave Becky something to complain about when she was on commentary. You know, because I felt that too and it was nice to know that she felt what I was feeling and that like the same questions were being raised by her and I appreciated that. You know, I just don't think everything needs to be picked apart like that. Yes, they could have maybe, but like it's like it's like kind of like a scale. It's like, okay, then you know like it's going to be one of these. But then they throw you a curveball. It's like, holy shit, Charlotte Flair, they drafted the Raw Women's Champion? Mm-hmm. And they even draft the SmackDown? It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes it's okay to guess. But then I see from like a TV, TV show standpoint, that's the problem. And it's the issue I always keep trying to come back to. That it, it, it's hard to do two things. Mm-hmm. So... Because it's like they'll like they, they'll they, be like, okay, this is this is a shoot right here. Okay, now we're in TV mode. This is a shoot. This is a TV mode. It's like okay. Yeah, but they should have just been like, all right. So these are the lists that were that were distributed. Of these are the people that are that are going to be named tonight. Well, tonight we'll find out whether they're staying on their own, they're on the show they're on, or if they're moving. Yeah. Okay, and at that point, I could look at the list and say, huh. Okay, Shinsuke and Damian Priest aren't on this list. I guess they'll be drafted on Monday. But mention that so that I know that you're not just ignoring them because you actually want Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss over Shinsuke Nakamura or Damian Priest. I mean, or Becky Lynch. I just, I think there's a reason that the first night of the draft was on Friday. That's all. I think that's I think that's part of what it was. It's like give Fox like they probably want more numbers or something or something's going on there. But what Yeah, al- allegedly Fox wanted Charlotte. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Like remember, like th- there's this thing like USA is not happy with like the ratings on uh, with Raw and how S- F- SmackDown's basically getting whatever they want. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that spikes ratings. That's why it's first, because then it's like no one knows shit. But now you know, okay, so on Monday, there's no surprise for the other titles. Mm-hmm. Like, what, like, like what I'm saying is I'm not losing hope until they have it where it's like you find out on Twitter that they switch the championships, okay? <laughs> as long as it's, it's yeah. on TV. Well, they they did make more announcements both on social media and on Talking Smack. I haven't, I didn't study that list, so I don't know offhand if if anyone's. I don't know problem. any I'll of this. This is all new to me, so it'll probably it be new to a few people here. Indeed. So let's run through the rest of this real quick. I'm uh, of course going to stop on the first one because of course they had to advance the storyline with Sonya saying, "Well, this wasn't my pick, obviously, but they Naomi." Did, I didn't like her acting for that. That's the only issue I kind of had. Yeah, like she kept like rolling her eyes. Yeah, it's like, is that how? You... It's like say a line, hmm. and then Pierce does his thing. But to me, yeah. it's like I think that I would do is is just pretend like you're supposed to that how you would actually react to it, like not to make it mm-hmm. super dramatic, but just how as right. a human being, not a caricature of you, which is what your character is, would react to this, and mm-hmm. people pick up on that. Yeah. It was. It wasn't true to. Um, it just. It just. It just felt fake. It just felt like, yeah. dude. I know. Well, I don't know if what you were conveying on Total Divas, but I see that you could be a different thing than this. It just doesn't mm-hmm. feel right. 
Yeah. So rounding out round four was the Mysterios going from SmackDown to Raw, Jeff Hardy going from Raw to SmackDown, and what I think is a really good pick for Raw, Austin Theory. And I'm hoping they do something real with him. Like, even if they keep him in sort of a comedic role, but treat his in-ring work serious, that's what I'm hoping for. I'd love for him to wrestle Edge. I think that would be good because even if he loses, it'll 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 help him out a lot. I hmm. think he should wrestle Edge. I think that should be like a surprise feud. It's like of all people, Edge is going to wrestle this kid. Why? And then Edge will tell you why. And it's like, oh shit, hmm. Edge thinks this guy's good. Edge is a Hall of Famer, and he sees something in this guy. If I was a fifteen-year-old watching wrestling, that's I'd not what I'm fucking saying. <laughs> But obviously, you're proving my point that that shit works. It works. It's a good. It's a. It's a good sort of storyline. It's a good story. Before to you tell. interrupted me, I don't know if it got through, but a Hall of Famer, an actual mm. WWE Hall of Famer, thinks this kid's got it. It carries a little bit more weight than CM Punk. Indeed. So, and I know some of you lose Hall of Fame doesn't mean shit, but it does to some people. It does carry a little bit of weight. And Edge, you know, whatever you feel, he's had a great career up until recently. But that's not the point. Pre-Hall of Fame, Edge was the shit. And I know a lot of people disagree. But he was pretty damn good. Like, even like his single stuff, you know, whatever. But don't forget about those TLC matches, especially the first. There's that. I feel what I feel really turned the corner was when they started doing the ultimate opportunist thing with the original cash, you know, the money in the bank briefcase, and that entire. I run. really liked the rated R superstar when it first started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, All I, that I Vicky wasn't stuff into it. The fuck out, but he did what he had to. Yeah, the Vicky's. Ex- yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I, tr- I'm treating that as him taking advantage of an opportunity while doing cringy stuff that I don't know if I would do probably not but I can't say cuz I'm never going to be Edge male gigolo <laughs> Yeah Okay so on to announcements that were made on social media and talking smack I don't know I don't have I have the list here I don't know where or when these were actually Announced. I just have the list. It's in roughly alphabetical order, but they added Brock Lesnar to this list as quote unquote moving from Raw to being a free agent. That's that's his post draft brand, free agent, because that's the story that we're being told that he can do whatever he wants. To be honest, he's Brock Lesnar. He can do whatever he wants. Who the fuck is going to stop him? Brock Lesnar could do whatever. And whoever he wants, and there's really nothing you could do about it. <laughs> Correct. So, in alphabetical order, because that's how this list is, moving, actually staying on Raw, Akira Tozawa. Not really surprised. Oh my god, I can't believe it. Okay. Moving to SmackDown from NXT. This has sort of been talked about for a while. Aaliyah. Haven't seen her on NXT in a while, to be honest. Mysterio? No, Aaliyah... The um, singer? She died no, in a plane she, crash. She she did. The other Aaliyah. Oh. oh, the wrestler. Yeah. Not Mysterio. I thought... 
Not mysterious. I remember her, but she never did anything. She didn't do much of significance. She was associated with Robert Stone brand no, but until Jesse Kamea came I could have sworn she was drafted to Raw last time. Like I think there was a Maybe. thing. Yeah, I think last the last draft they did a they drafted her online. You know what? Let me because see. she wasn't the I Robert can... Stone brand, and they took her out. I, I I really don't think I'm losing my mind here, but I think they did. They made an announcement or something that she was going to Raw, and never did well, I'm anything. Looking at, I'm looking at the results of the 2020 draft. And she, her name is not on this. Damn page it! At all. I could have sworn that it was a thing that she's moving to Raw because they took her out of that group. Well, maybe I think after the draft, um, that was mentioned. Yeah, something happened. Yeah, but she, ne- I never saw her. Right. Let me see if it says anything on her page. Maybe they're here. trying it this time. <laughs> Uh no, nah, I I'm not making the, this up. I I, I, I think yeah. no, I know I like it sounds familiar. I think I, I remember hearing that also, but I guess it's just not something like it was something that had been announced. But that's what it was. Never materialized. On that's TV. why, bleh, because they trade. That's it. It wasn't a draft thing. They traded Mandy Rose for her. Right there, you go. I'm so dumb. I'm like, I know there was something that it, I, I, I just associate trades with with mm-hmm. drafts, you know? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, brands are still a thing. It's very confusing. It's yeah. very confusing sometimes. I still love it. It's, it's still lot. very confusing. It's a lot. All right, moving on from Aaliyah. Uh, tag team, moving from SmackDown to Raw, Alpha Academy. Wow. That's mm-hmm. great. They could feud with another, RK Bro. They could. Another tag team, sort of, uh, or uh, guy and his heavy, moving from SmackDown to Raw, Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz. Wow, they're filling up over there. Okay. Yep. Staying on Raw, Dewdrop and Drake Maverick. I didn't. I don't know why they waste these things. Oh, or at least it's the internet for Drake Maverick. It's not like a wasted spot on Raw where they like do it on mm-hmm. TV. Yeah, I guess, mm-hmm. but all right, I guess that makes sense. Moving from Raw to SmackDown, Drew Gulak. I guess no longer in the 24-7 championship picture, presuming Reggie stays on Raw. I mean, you know, there's, there's parts for everybody on every show. You know, I really like Drew Gulak in ring work. And I like pretty much every character he's done so far in WWE, so I hope they use him. Oh, they'll use him, all right. They will. Yeah. He'll be on TV. He'll be on TV with Baron Corbin's foot in his fucking face. (laughs) Or, you know what? As long as they keep him from that creep on fucking Berto Carrillo's cousin, Angel Garza, from sticking roses up his ass. Mm. I wonder if that's it. They had to move him. You know how, like, they move priests instead? They just move the victim. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, moving on, staying on Raw is John Morrison. 
Moving from Raw to SmackDown. Wait, hold on. I like how there was the nothing. There was just dull reaction. <laughs> you just said. Well, staying on you Raw. just said that's it. And we just kept going. Like nobody said anything. Well, let's talk about. I know. I, I'm just saying. I appreciate that. We just kept okay. going. All right. So moving from Raw to SmackDown, uh, we got three in a row here. First is Mace. Okay. Uh next Mansoor. Oh man, is it Ali too? And he's next on the Thank list. Thank God. Yes. These are in alphabetical Thank God order. for not breaking it's, them up. It's interesting that they're not listed as a tag team. Neither are Bad Cat Moss and Baron Corbin. What's your point? No, they are. They are? Those um, Moss and Corbin were one pick. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they're and a tag Sur team. And Ali are separate picks. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean that they're a tag team. Well, that's how they are being credited as, and how they were drafted, um, by WWE. I think that's more like sometimes they tag, they'll tag. I don't think they're like a real tag team. I refuse to believe this until they have a tag team match, which they haven't. At least the Mysterios right, have. But but that's how they were drafted. I know. I don't like it because they were never a tag team. I never saw them mm-hmm. tag. Staying on Raw, four in a row. Ready? Sure. Nia Jax, R-Truth, Reggie, the 24-7 champion, and T-Bar, separate from uh, Mace. They're separated now. I apologize for not having anything to say about this particular part of the program. Hmm. Staying on SmackDown, Tony Storm. Moving from SmackDown to Raw, the last pick of round one, Zelina Vega. Oh, well, you know, she, she, she got pinned by every woman on SmackDown, so it only makes sense to, to take your, your act all the way over to Monday Night Raw. Yep. You know, just get more, get more, you know, get that collection going, you know, because honestly, you know, you could say, oh, all she does is lose, blah, blah, blah. No, she's getting experience. So then she could be like, I've been in the ring with everybody. And yeah, they think they thought that they were beating me up. But really, I was learning and I was learning from them all. And I and I've accumulated all this experience. And now I'm here and I'm going to beat all of them. And then she just beats all of them. Mm-hmm. You know, if they were willing to make an attempt that there, there you go. You can use that if you want. That's free. There you go. So, obviously, roughly half of the draft is over. Um, as we mentioned earlier, the Intercontinental and U.S. champions are still up in the air, as is the SmackDown Women's Champion, Becky Lynch. We don't know yet how they're going to handle... She's up in the air? She is up oh, in the air. Oh, normally the championship is up in the air, but now she's... I wonder if she can levitate now. Maybe. Although against her will, because you know it's not like she chose to not. It's get Alexa picked. Bliss, she's levitating her. Maybe. She. It's all that. It's all that more. Save me, Alexa Bliss, with your voodoo surgery. magic. <laughs> uh, so that's it for the draft. Anything that you? I guess you, did you say everything you want to about it? Is there anything? Does anything stick out in your mind? Any 
real big opportunities here for someone to really be a breakout star in the next year or so till the next I draft? think there's always an opportunity for that. I think, you know, mm-hmm. for as long as there's been a professional wrestling show that the opportunity has always been there. I mean, you shouldn't wait until something happens for you and you just need to make it happen for yourself. And, you know, really, you should just start right now. So, you know, if if, if this is the fresh start, then, you know, take advantage of it and try not to do more of the same things. And then maybe, you know, you'll get somewhere. Experiment a little bit. You know, make these matchups mm-hmm. less like, you know, oh, this guy, you might, you can even flip some alignments. Like, you know, just because this guy was a heel, you know, here doesn't mean he can't be a baby face here. You know, that kind of deal. Like, try something out. Um, yeah, this is, this is a great opportunity to completely change a character. Um, I hope I have, as I have since the very beginning, I have very high hopes for Austin Theory. You know, it's a different locker room. So mm-hmm. it, that dynamic already changes. Um, yeah, like it's, it's going to be good. And, you know, that stuff actually matters now because they're traveling and it's not like before where it's like, oh, we're just in the same place anyway. Um, and hopefully they respect uh, the lines of the draft more. And I swear, if it's another cross band brand invitational and it's Corbin again, I'm going to lose my mind. Ev- yeah, well, we have we have three weeks of none of this matter. I know, but so. I'm just saying every time they do that, it's mm-hmm. Baron Corbin. They explain why he's there. Oh, it's a cross mm-hmm. brand invitational, but why why are you using it on him? Where's <laughs> other people? You have the Intercontinental well, Champion. He's an important guy. Yeah, you know, I mean, look, I'm important to my mother too. You know, there and you we're go. all the same in the eyes of the Lord. Um, all right. Yeah, that's that's pretty much my piece. You know, if you have anything you want to, you know, you can just, it's your turn, I guess. So, uh, for me, I think the NXT talents are going to make, uh, I hope, I think and I hope that all the NXT talents that got drafted are going to make a big splash. Uh, I think the greenest of them is BFAB. And I just think that she probably it's probably because she ha- didn't have as much time at the PC as anyone else that got drafted. Um, I only know B-Fab is the girl one because she wrestled on NXT this week. Yeah. Um, well, we know Swerve. And between Top Dollar and Ashanti Viadonis, uh, Top Dollar is the big dude. I know that. I have his super card. He was oh, my okay. portrait for a while. Cool. Um, yeah, Aaliyah has been on the grind for a while, so I'm hoping that she finds on her what grind? We haven't seen on, her in like a year. On SmackDown. <laughs> yeah, it, ha- it has been a while since we saw like, her. So I don't even know. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. where you at, girl? Oh well, she's gonna be on SmackDown now. Allegedly, it'd be hilarious if right. like. Three weeks pass and you still never see her. It's like I don't know what's happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, well, we're, we're not just ready yet. Uh, please don't team her with Dana Brooke. Imagine Dana yeah. Brooke just shows up on SmackDown to tag with her. Where is she? Been? I don't know. Is soon she injured? No. Remember, she was in a tag team with Mandy when they traded Mandy away, and it's like she vanished. 
I think maybe Natalia beat her up and then she vanished, or she just wasn't on TV again. One of those. I can't remember. I don't think Mandy beat her up. No, I, I didn't say Mandy. I Wait, said... Um, oh, yeah, Natty and Tamina. Yeah. I'm sorry. Just, I'm just they, were few, they were in the middle of a thing with them. And then it's like mm-hmm. a week later, Mandy was gone. And now she looks to be going after the NXT Women's Championship. And I'm cool mm-hmm. with that. I'm cool with uh, her and her little Ravens flock doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I definitely would like to see more of Mandy Rose and Gigi Dolan. Yeah, who's going to be the first yeah. one to wear flannel? You can't be Raven Flock without someone with flannel. Well, I feel like it's the leader wearing flannel. I don't see Mandy wearing I bet flannel. You she I bet you she could. Listen, if anyone can make flannel sexy, it's Mandy Rose. I'll tell you right now. 100%. And yes. I would, that would be incredible. Especially with this mm-hmm. new look she has, it would fit. Mm-hmm. Ma- see, what about me? What about Mandy? <laughs> see, flannel always resonates with me as sort of like, like especially in this context of Raven's flock, it's like grungy. She's like Chipman. Like, yeah. <laughs> she's not particularly grungy. If anything, she's like gothish. She's wearing like leather. Leather and flannel don't go together. They're, they're different scenes, man. I don't give a shit. Not asking if you give a shit. Just saying that it doesn't... Like, given what we've seen of the new characters so far, she's not going to rock flannel. Maybe J.C. Jane will rock flannel. Whatever, man. Listen, if anyone's the arbiter of fashion, it's not you. Cool. I know maybe it's not me, but it's definitely not you. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) Although, I mean... I, I mean, I, I feel like I'm pretty in tune with, with the grunge and rock scene. No, you're, you were just grungy. No, no I'm just no, kidding. No, I was just no, trying to no, say no. you were dirty. I, I was making a joke. I know. I know. I know. You're a very clean I boy. Know. Everybody knows that. Thank Nobody's you. saying that. Thank I'm you. just making a joke. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. So don't, 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 don't get mad at me later, okay? I know what you do. <clears throat> What do I, I don't do? know. I'm not saying anything. You just said you know I, what listen, I do. Listen, you st- now and now I said, "What do I do?" You're like, "I don't you know." What you do. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying listen. it. Listen. All right. I'm being respectful because I, I'm trying to be a better person. I'm trying to be a better that. champion, and you know the fact that I just I beat you without showing you up, showing up. You know, I felt bad. So, I that's my. You got a champion that doesn't even watch the match to determine his championship. Is that what you people want? Hey, I'm not the one. I'm not the sick misogynist who obviously hates women that decided to push them to the pre-show. I think that the women, okay, they should have at least three matches minimum on every single show because I'm all about equality, baby. All right. I think that's time. What? <laughs> because I'm speaking my heart? Speaking I'm something. captain of quality here. More women's right. matches on the main show. You could have put... Uh, let's see. Actually, that's a good question. Like, What would I have put on the pre-show? 
instead. Um, That's hard. Mm -hmm. You know what? I would have put the last minute match added onto the pre-show. Ah, it's got the WWE champion in it. Well, that'll the pre-show's free, right? So yeah. it'd be nice to give people something for free. I just don't think it was fair that Liv Morgan was really excited about having her first pay-per-view match and it didn't make it onto the proper pay-per-view. And you could argue every every if you just on the pre-show, it's still on the show. It's not the same thing. It's not the same mm-hmm. thing. Listen, I love me some Liv Morgan. It uh, wasn't like, fair. I'm upset for her Listen, also. I'm just saying, like, Big E is going to main event all the Live Long Day. It wasn't a title match. It was a six-man. So, that's all. That's that's my opinion. And you know what? You, you guys can, you know, whatever. But And I think that's okay. I think everybody can have their own opinion. But I just think it would have been nice if they did something nice for her. But, you know, people are going to be mad anyway. Oh, you put... Big E, uh, the pre-show, he's the champion. But it's not for the championship. It's not for the championship. I don't know. That's that's my argument. I feel like, to be honest, I feel like there, there are a lot of uh, quote-unquote masters to serve. And you can't make everyone happy. Exactly, which is the right move was given Liv Morgan and Carmella, I guess, a spot on the actual show. Mm-hmm. They could have had something else beyond the pre-show. Maybe like a 24-7 scramble. Yeah, whatever. I guess. I was just going based on what they had and what should be instead. That's all. I Yeah, as, as far as the ma- the matches that were announced, I, I I don't... Like, I could see Liv and Mella making sense to be on the pre-show. But since you originally announced it for the pay-per-view, right, th- th- that's sort of the thing that... They, they sort of painted themselves into a corner there. You could have had Liv Morgan put her away quick, too. Like, it mm-hmm. wouldn't, it's not like it's going to be, like, oh, and then it's like, yeah, you said with the Masters and stuff, oh, they gave them a two minute match. It's like, yeah, but no, but like Carmella, you know, she got her comeuppance and Liv Morgan got that win. And now, mm-hmm. you know, Carmella's like, oh, shit, how the fuck did I lose like that? You know, she's going to evaluate shit, too, you know? So, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know. There's just not enough time in a in a pay per view, and also not enough time and, in a podcast. So, and now we have Masked Mella. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I like everything else about it, but it feels like a, a like a James Bond villain. You know, At best. Diamond Face. Like when they were putting it on, or like on the inside, it looked like essentially Seamus's mask. Yeah. Which makes sense that it's meant to protect her nose and everything. What if she could use it as a weapon and, like, rub her face against you? Mm. Like sandpaper? Yeah, like like if those sequins or whatever are sandpaper. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Mm. It's like, yeah, what is she doing? She's just wrestling the match! Mm. There's nothing against, you know, rubbing your... Well, actually, you know, when you scrape your... It's like Seamus went out in time. Yeah. One masked person. Mm-hmm. Like when when you scrape your uh, bootlaces against someone's face, they typically sort of treat it as if you're not supposed to, for some reason. Yeah, it's kind of weird. So I feel like that would be the same, but they don't treat the mask that way in general. Like when going for a head. I guess or it's one of those things. It's like don't think about it. 
Yeah. And it's something nice for a heal to have. Yeah. It, it's basically, it's a plot device, and they'll enforce what they want, when they want, to suit the story. Yeah. It'd be cool if it was like a Doctor Doom situation, where like, she gets better eventually, but like, psychologically, she feels she's scarred. Like, she's actually beautiful under it and everything, and everything's fine, it's healed, and, but she just likes the mask. Because it protects her beautiful mm. face, so it doesn't nothing happens to it again. Yeah, it's kind of what they did with Kane. Not saying he's beautiful. I mean, I think you are, and I think that's a great time to end the podcast with that admission. Sounds okay to that's me. Not a denial. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Yeah. Do the thing. Since since we have uh, no other news to go over, what did you think of the draft, the pay per view? All the events of this week, let us know. You can email us, BasinBookers, at gmail.com. Of course, we have Twitter, at BasinBookers, at BasinJR, average there is. DMs are open if you want to chat. You just add us, whatever. Facebook page, BasinBookers. And as far as where to find this podcast, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music. And I forgot about the Instagram, BasinBookersPod. I apologize for there never being anything there. There you go. That's what you uh, take responsibility something? to. Me too. <laughs> that was very genuine. I feel like it came from the heart. Thank you. That's why you're uh, not the was champion. There something, was there something else in our socials that was uh, relatively new? You mentioned like last week or where to find the well, podcast. Well, you could listen to the remember. podcast from the Facebook page now. That's yeah. crazy. So, so like Facebook is sort of like turned into MySpace where you can like listen to things on well, it. Well, yeah, and it's like... I hate Facebook. Like I hate it. You know, I mm-hmm. I shared something and they're like, oh, we we saw it, we flagged something that you shared that is there's context missing. Read the article. What the fuck do mm. you want me for? I gotta give you a description, <laughs> my dude. You that's why you have share now. You dumb fuck. All right, sorry about mm-hmm. that. That's my uh. Sometimes it's good to you know share what you're feeling. You know because. If you feel something, if you're feeling something negative inside, and then you just, you let it out in a creative way, like on a podcast with your friend, instead of storing it up inside, it feels good. It's like throwing out the garbage. So you got to let things mm-hmm. like that out so you can feel better, and I feel better now. I, I forgive Jeff Zuckerberg. It's not his fault. You know, he doesn't want... Mark? Whatever. I don't care. He <laughs> is a Mark. Zuckerberg, look, I know I know you're afraid that once you do go outside the lines, they're going to do antitrust law on you guys, but that's okay. At the end of the day, it's all about freedom. And look, they might blame you for 2016, but they really should be blaming themselves for picking the worst candidate. Anyway, Rich, signal me for my thing. And Jer's got a parting message. The match of life is scheduled for one fall. Russia Gate was a hoax. So make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the bookers. And and follow your heart. You have free will. Do something positive. Love yourself more. I'm out of here. Me too. All right. Oh, I did. <laughs>